Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, ladies. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. We are back with another mini-sode. Woohoo! Yeah, and we are, our goal here is to share a life lesson with you that has happened to either myself or Andressa or both of us. Yep. <laughs> In 10 minutes or less. So, so let's get to it because these are all about efficiency, but going deep as well. So what we're going to talk about on this episode is I'm going to talk about investing with your spouse, which is a certainly a hot topic. Yes. Uh, and I'll never forget it, Andressa. It was in 2008, my husband turned to me and said, if we don't change something, we are headed for a divorce. Oh boy. Yeah. Those are pretty, pretty big words, right? Um, yeah. So these were the words that he said to me one day, we were working from home back, you know, uh, I think it was, it was either 08 or 09, the years are starting to blend a little bit. But it was basically during one of our many arguments about working together in our real estate business. And I can remember the day like it was yesterday because I looked at him and I got really upset. Uh, it takes a lot for me to actually get upset. And, and after getting upset, I kind of cooled off. I thought about what he said and I was like, he's right. He is 100% right. And we had to change something both for our business and for our personal life. So before I continue, I just want to rewind a little bit to give a little bit of context to where we were in our kind of career of working together, just right. so I can not give you a long bio because we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> but I just want to give a brief kind of like where we were. So we started our company in, in 06, 2006, and we were always, we started together but the goal when I, we started was my husband was going to quit his job and work full time. And I was going to keep working in my consulting work business uh, so that, you know, one of us kind of had that income coming in to support, yeah. support our efforts. So that was great. I did that for a while. And then in 2008, I decided to leave my job and work with him full time. So, you know, he had already been full time at that point. So again, that was in 08. And as I mentioned, 2009, you know, we, this conversation ha had happened, you know, basically, let me fast forward a little bit now, 2013. So it didn't work for a few years. And then I ended up um, leaving my, going back to my work, going back to my job okay. and then leaving again for the second time in 2013. And at that point I had my son and, you know, we had, you know, basically fast forward, we have a much healthier business relationship because we've had to do this a couple of times working together, mm -hmm. me leaving, me coming back kind of thing. So I wanted to share just a few thoughts with everyone about working with your spouse because Matt and I have done it right and we've done it wrong. And, and, you know, we've had a lot of high points and we've had a lot of low points, like the conversation we had about where we're headed in terms of getting a, a, a divorce, which is a, which is a tough conversation. So couple of things I wanted to share was number one, how do you get your spouse on board? And then number two, when they're on board, how do you actually work with them? And, and what are some key things you need to keep in mind? So, you know, the conversation I have with a lot of investors is, you know, they, they say, oh, I'm really interested in investing, but my spouse, my partner just is not. How do I get them to come around? So I think the biggest reason that spouses or partners, if you will, are not on the same page with you is because you don't have shared goals. You don't have shared goals and a shared vision of your life together. Um, and I know that seems kind of like cliche, like have a shared goal, have a shared vision. But you know what? That's the crux of why 
some partners are into it and some partners aren't because they may not have that shared agreed upon where are we headed together in our, in, yeah. not just in our business, but in our life. Yeah. I see them like in the, inside a little boat and one, you know, you roll to the left and the other yeah. one rolling to the le- right. So it's not going to the same direction. So long before we started the DeRosa group, long before we even bought our first duplex, Matt and I sat together when we were engaged together, we would talk about what's important to us. What are our goals? What are our values? We talked about this kind of stuff. We were complete dorks. I know that's not usually the first <laughs> few dates that people have to go like, tell me your goals. Where do you want to be in 10 years? So as soon as like, we would talk about this stuff, I'm like, oh, this guy, this is, this is, a, this is someone I want to hold on to because it was special, right? Because it wasn't like most guys I met in their 20s. You know, it's not the conversation you have. So we talked about all this and we really were so aligned. Now, Matt and I get to the goal very differently and we have very different styles and, and we can go into that, but we actually are very aligned when it comes to what we value. So mm-hmm. that's number one. If you are trying to get your spouse enrolled and they're not as enrolled as you are, have you had the conversation of where do you want to see yourselves in five years, in 10 years, in one year? And if you have that shared vision together, then you work backwards. Well, how are we going to get there? Obviously, it's going to need finances or lifestyle. So, so that's just one quick tip. Uh, the other thing is you have to seek to understand, then to be understood. That is literally the most important thing you could do in communication with your spouse as you try to kind of navigate this investing together is, do you want to be understood or are you trying to understand? Mm. And, and I think that's really important as you kind of navigate this too. The other big tips I would say, because I, I really want to get some other key suggestions to you, because again, Matt and I have done it well and we, and we have not done it well. And, and, and I just want to share some key things. Number one, have clear roles and responsibilities and stay in each other's lanes. The first time we worked together, oh, that, was, yeah. that was disastrous. We didn't stay in each other's lanes. What does that mean? It means establish what your role is and then stay in that lane. So it's twofold. You can't just stay in the lane if you don't have a role. So you have to have those those clear roles and and, and expectations. Um, The second thing I would say too is have have clarity of your personality strengths. You know, and I'm a big proponent of that. we've, We've done episodes on kind of getting clear on your personality strengths, but you need to leverage what you both are good at. Yes. Don't just fill in the blank. And so many times in small businesses or, you know, even portfolio, you just do whatever it takes to get it done. And yeah, we all do that at times, but you kind of be, you need to be mindful of like, okay, is this role aligned with my strengths? And is this role aligned with what I'm good at? So that's yeah. number two. Number three, um, there's six of them. Number three, I want to really encourage you is to get clear with your spouse on your relationship to money mm-hmm. because you cannot invest together if you do not have a clear idea of how you both relate to money. And I would highly recommend the Millionaire uh, Mind Intensive. It's a phenomenal weekend. Andressa, you've done it as well. Yes, 100%. And through that weekend, you will get very clear on your uh, relationship to money and his. And now you may very well know you're a saver, you're a spender. You may know all that about yourself. But have you had that conversation with your spouse? It's so helpful. That was a therapeutic weekend for Matt and I, because really, I mean, I remember crying with him and we got really clear on our relationship to money, which really helped us become better at building a business and investing together. Um, Number four is just 
you have to be masters at communication. If you are going to work with your spouse, if you are going to invest with your spouse, not only do you have to be good communicators just to be married in this world, but you have to be an exceptional communicator to actually work and invest and like live your life with your, with your spouse. You can't be average at it. You can't be pretty good. Like literally you have to be a master at it and you have to take workshops, do whatever therapeutic way, like avenues to get there. I would highly recommend on that. I know Andressa would also um, agree with me is the landmark forum. It's a phenomenal in your face, unravel your life weekend where again, you will become better communicators together as a, as a couple. So yeah, hands down. Number five, I would say, make sure you have date nights, make sure you have trips as just a married couple. And I know business comes up a lot, but, um, you know, for Matt and I, for our 10 year anniversary, we went to California and we would talk about business here and there, but mostly it was fun. So I would highly, highly recommend, um, that you just do trips and even just go out to dinner and just have fun together. Example, yes. Huge. It's so huge. And you have to do that in the midst of everything. And then number six is make sure you do things individually. So if you're going to work together, invest together, all that good stuff, do some personal development, some self-care, do it individually. So if that means you go on a girl's weekend with your friends, or if that means the, you know, the guy, you know, the, 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 you know, whatever the relationship is, but one person does one thing, another person does another thing. So do a lot together, but make sure you do some self-renewal by yourself because you will get filled up and be able to be much more effective in your, um, communication and you'll be effective in, in, in working together and investing together. So I could probably go on and on on this topic, but this is great though. This is, yeah, those are some, you know, six key things you want to implement. And then, and then again, you know, peeling back the layer of the, of the onion, make sure you're even on the same page by having some shared goals and really get, really get communicative with your, with your partner. So hope that was helpful as a mini sode. You ladies are amazing. Yes. Let us know what you guys thought about it. Share the comments on, uh, on our Facebook group, The Investor Community. And if you're not in, uh, send us an email and we'll get you in. There are amazing ladies out there that are looking to support you on your growth. So check us out, facebook.com slash investor community. Awesome. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, Go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.